The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. All right, glad to have you. Boy, there's a lot going on. I've got John Katsimatidis at the bottom of the hour. He's the guy who owns WABC in New York. He is a media mogul. He's a billionaire. Um, John is is a guy who is the CEO of Red Apple Group. He's also an author of a book that's called How Far Do You Want to Go? Lessons from a Common Sense Billionaire. He doesn't pull any punches. And, and he's in New York City, and he's born and raised in New York. And uh, he's a guy who thinks that this country can do a whole lot better. He talks about the exodus from New York and New York City, also from San Francisco. He gives some numbers that I didn't even think about considering when telling what the population is. And I don't have any, I don't have any problem letting it out of the bag here because I thought it was so unique, and then he brings it up again during the interview. But, Carrie, if you think about it, maybe you see school enrollment going down, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you see uh, job openings because they can't fill the jobs. Right. But what you think about it. What is a telltale sign in this day and age, technologically, that will tell you the population is, is decreasing fast? Mm. I don't know. What? Cell phone usage. Oh, the cell towers in San that. Francisco are either 30% less than they used to be as far as usage, or they're only 30% of what they used to be. So it's either 70% of what it used to be or 30% of what it used to be. And he'll, he'll spell it out more clearly than I just did. But think about it. Cell phone use in a city the size of San Francisco, which is huge, um, that's gonna, it's going to be a telltale sign that nobody's there. Because in this day and age, what do we always have on? Is our cell phone. Oh, yeah, for sure. So if you can literally count how many people are using the phones, I think that's going to tell you an awful lot about what's going on there. It's a, it's a cool conversation. I like John a lot. I had not met him before, but we hit it off very quickly because we're like-minded. And, and, and I ask him directly, listen, you're a, a billionaire. Your common sense, is it the same as mine? And his answer is actually pretty cool. Make sure you stick around for that. We've got that going on for you. John Fetterman has decided whose fault it is that he was depressed. And if you think about it, he's a Democrat. Who do you think he blamed? Think about that. Have that story coming up for you as well. And, uh, and plenty of time for your phone calls on a Free Speech Friday. Free Speech Friday! Ah, uh, freedom. Uh-huh. Bring it down. Pick it up a notch. That is Chocolate Voice. How you doing? I'm doing the work. You know, it's my Friday. Hey, mine too. There you go. Can you believe I was here all five days? Sam making it happen. Are you really proud that you're here for all five days? I think that's rude. <laughs> that's it was proud. I was just I was here a, six, a six days this week, to be honest, Aww. on a Friday. Um, uh, lots going on. And again, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Whatever's on your mind is fair game. Uh, listen. You're catching me in hour number six of my broadcast day. So if you think that you got you can you know, get the upper hand on me in a debate, now's the time. <laughs> Sam, just open them. Just open the damn phone lines. Let's go. That'd Somebody wants awesome. to bring it, tell them yeah. to bring it. Now, if they're stupid or profane or dumb, we won't let them through. But um, uh, bring it. Uh, we Last have talked hour, about a lot this week. Are you getting giddy or you're getting so tired that everything seems really funny? Well, that, that happens to me a lot. I don't think when I get tired, I don't think things are funny. When I get tired, I get grouchy. Ooh, okay. um, so mm-hmm. am I grouchy a little bit? I guess, but I mean, I, listen, I love what I do. So uh, when I get, I think when I get off in in you know fifty minutes, I'm gonna crash. But I still, the energy is still pretty high. 
And I think I've had about a, tw- a 24 pack of soda. <laughs> Dude. Is that a thing? That is a thing. It's not a good thing, actually. I can't do coffee. You know, I was told. Mm, I know I that you do coffee, coffee every morning because you complain when you broke your mug with your own face on it. But you have another one now, I right? I do. Yes, I do. Yep. Do you use it every morning? Almost every morning. Yep. Good. I can't do the coffee. And I tried because mm. I remember, and I, and I talk about this all the time, I advertised for, for some coffee company when I did the morning show probably 20 years ago now. And I drank the coffee because I'm not one of those people that will advertise something and then not use it. I want to uh, tell the truth. Right. Between us, don't tell anybody. Sometimes people don't use them. I know. And they advertise. But, but I drank the coffee in the morning. I just couldn't get used to it. I guess it was a good coffee, but I can't tell a good coffee oh, from a bad coffee. I love coffee. But you got to have a good creamer in it. You got to have creamer. Carrie, I added three, I think it was three pounds of sugar per cup. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not a sugar guy. Ooh. And then some cream, and I was still and like, still? Hey, who drinks this? <laughs> this is pretty bad. Now, you, so you're not one of these people that will get up and just have black coffee? Oh, no, 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 no. In my family, it's a joke. Everybody says, hey, have some coffee with your creamer. You know, but um, I use a lot, a lot of creamer, but it makes it good. Now, Jenny will drink the black coffee, I believe. I don't think Ooh. she puts anything in it in the morning. Oh, no, I can't do that. I can't. Sam, are you a coffee person? I should probably know this. Your mom just does just does the black coffee though, right? I can't hear you. Do it again. I don't know. I can't hear you. That's very strange. You look like you're talking, but I can't hear you. Just, just make funny faces. I have no idea why I can't hear you. But either way, uh, she just showed me a big coffee mug. So yes, she drinks coffee. I just don't know how she takes it, uh, to be honest with you. But uh, at the end of the day, I just could not get used to it. Hmm. I couldn't. That's a shame. And and I tried. I really did. I wanted to. And, and I told the guy, I said, listen, I can't keep drinking this coffee. It's killing me. And I don't else. think a sponsor of the program wants you to be saying that the this coffee is, really is somehow bad. killing you. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably a negative uh, in the general sense of things. But uh, either way, uh, not, a, not a coffee person. So um, for me, it's soda. And shirt. I got to be honest with you, the Zevia that I drink, I think some of them have. Let me put my glasses on here for a second. I'm getting old. Hold on. One second. Some of them have caffeine, some don't. I think this one does. It must, because I'm still, I'm still, you know, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Ready to fight. There you go. Let's go. Who's ready to fight? Mm. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. I guess she was screening calls. She was actually doing the job <laughs> that I've hired her to do. I think that's probably that's a good exactly thing. what we're talking about. All right. John Fetterman, and probably not him, somebody else is saying this, but allegedly, he's alleging that he knows who caused his depression. Who is it? From the blaze, Senator John Fetterman is blaming his depression on his brutal 2022 campaign and presumably Republicans. In February, Fetterman checked himself into Walter Reed Medical Center, where he was eventually diagnosed with clinical depression. Fetterman spent six weeks at the hospital and was discharged on March 31st. He returned to the Senate in mid-April. Speaking in a new interview with KDKA-TV, Fetterman attributed his depression to his intense campaign last year and the other side, a reference to Republicans. It was after the brutality of the campaign, the other side, Fetterman told the local Pittsburgh station. Some people believe it was one of the most vicious political campaigns. However, Fetterman did not directly blame Dr. Mehmet Oz, his Republican challenger, according to KDKA. It's not clear then if Fetterman's the other side remark 
America's blanket reference to the Republican Party writ large. KDKA, unfortunately, did not ask a clarifying question to nail down the precise target of Fetterman's reference. The 2022 campaign for Pennsylvania's U.S. Senate seat was indeed brutal. That's because it was one of the most important races of the election cycle. Republican Senator Pat Toomey was retiring, which presented Democrats with an opportunity to pick up another Senate seat and solidify a majority. More than $370 million were spent on the race. The race took a tragic turn when Fetterman, just weeks after securing the Democratic nomination, suffered a massive stroke last May. The stroke nearly killed him, but he did not withdraw from the race. Instead, Democrats pushed Fetterman to continue campaigning, despite the obvious health issues he was suffering from as a result of the stroke. Fortunately, Fetterman told KDKA he now feels fantastic. Okay. So, yeah, no follow-up question because that would be ridiculous to actually find out what he's talking about. He was talking about the Republican side, allegedly. Um, and again, he now feels terrific, but of course he's not. He still can't really put the sentences together right. His cognitive ability is not where it should be. The fact that Oz did not beat him makes me absolutely crazy. I don't understand. I don't understand how that, I still to this moment don't understand how that could have happened. I don't care if you spent $18 billion on it. Everybody saw that he couldn't speak. Everybody saw that he couldn't get a sentence out. Everybody saw that he could not hear right. He had to read the questions. And then many believe he was reading the answers uh, from somebody on his staff. So to blame it on Republicans is stupid. I mean, I would think, listen, let me say this. If I went through a stroke and through a ridiculous campaign that he should never have been in, and then my wife got up and took the kids on vacation, after I won, I think that might add to the depression. But for some reason, the Republicans did it. And there are people out there that will believe that. Republicans did cause this, which is absolutely insane. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Got a lot of people on the line want to talk about Free Speech Friday stuff. We'll get to you when we come back on the Joe Pags Show. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Bon Jovi song coming back after the break. This is Bon Jovi, right? It is not Bon Jovi. No. No. It's pretty funny, but we're. It is uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Uh, interview with John Katsimatidis at, uh, about 13 minutes from now. Make sure you stick around. He is a, a media mogul. He's a billionaire who owns WABC in New York and other stuff. And we have a great conversation about using common sense, logic, and reason, and a great conversation about saving places like New York and San Francisco. You're going to like it. Make sure you stick around. In the meantime, got to remind you, Eden Pure is having their famous BOGO deal. BOGO is back. BOGO is back in their Thunderstorm air purifiers. When you buy one Thunderstorm, you get one free. No matter how many you buy, you get an equal amount free. Uh, I'm going to give you, here's an example. Buy two, get two free. Buy five, get five free. Buy ten, guess what? Ten free. The thunderstorm is going to completely eliminate any odor, even the worst of odors like pet, cigarette smoke, urine, dirty diapers, even cooking smells. Now's the time to order Eden Pure's buy one, get one free sale is this week. And this being the end of the week, jump on this right now. You've got to go to the website and take care of this. Over 350,000 thunderstorms have been sold. Countless five-star reviews. You know it works. People are buying several for around their home, even as gifts. Put one in your bedroom, your bathroom, your living room, your basement, anywhere you need clean, fresh air. Just go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use discount code PAGS, P-A-G-S. That's E-D-E-N-P-U-R-E 
EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS. Shipping is also free. Save a bunch of money. The BOGO deal is happening this week. We go to the phone lines. Um, in New York, we had this Marine. Everybody's seen the video now. This Marine who put a homeless guy in, in a chokehold. The guy ended up going to the hospital and dying. The reason why he said he did that was because this guy was bothering everybody. I guess he was doing all sorts of uh, weird things, outlandish things to people on the subway. So this guy took action to restrain him. But the restraint, according to the reports out of New York, ended up killing the guy. And now Alvin Bragg, which is where this happened, is considering charges. And we'll find something out next week. Let me go to um, uh, to Joe, who's in Boston, on this on this story. Joe, what's up? Hi, good evening, Hi. Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You I bet. wish I could hear your whole show. I don't know what time it starts. Six o'clock. Uh, I feel bad because I have no sight, and I know that man was schizophrenic. And I want to say, I maybe he should be charged with a lesser lesser crime because you don't hold a chokehold for seven minutes. They say thirty seconds or a minute. So uh, they say he was mentally ill. What's your take on it? I'd like to hear your take on it, please. Yeah, somebody saying the Marine was mentally ill. No, no, no. The uh, homeless man, he yeah. was acting crazy, he was schizophrenic. Right. And if you're that way, you need to be hospitalized. No, no, I'm with you. Uh, Joe, I, 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 again, I've said this many times on my show, and, and, and this is really what I believe. We've got a mental illness problem in this country. You can re- a lot of what's going on in this country, name the topic, has to do with mental illness, has to do with over-medicating people, has to do with not having asylums or, or let's call them institutions for people who have mental illness um, like we used to. We've let people out or we're putting mentally ill people in in jail, which doesn't make any sense. I don't know what the diagnosis was of this guy other than he had mental issues. And again, the reports from everybody on the train and not even people that are agreeing with what the Marine did, but they're saying, yeah, no, he was absolutely acting, you know, I don't know if the word is, is schizophrenic, but he was acting out and he was bothering people and harassing people and doing whatever. This Marine decided he'd take it into his own hands. The problem is, um, again, According to the reports out of New York, I don't know that he killed him, but according to to the reports out of New York, what he did ended up leaving this man dead in the hospital. Now, what do you do? Do you do you hold him down a little bit? I don't know that you chokehold anybody, to be honest with you. You could probably restrain him a different way, but I'm not here to judge the action that he took because unfortunately, Carrie, have you seen this video? I've seen a little bit of it, yeah. There is nothing leading up to it. We don't know what the guy did, so it's not like I, people I were know, videoing yeah. before. We just had the, the Marine on the ground having the guy in a chokehold. Right. So we don't know if the guy punched people, kicked people, threatened their lives. We have no clue what happened leading to that. Um, the argument would have to be made by Alvin Bragg, who, again, the guy whose dad is black, the guy who, who um, had him in the chokehold is white. Bragg has a history for being very lenient on re- re- repeat criminals. This guy had a an extensive criminal record. Carrie, do me a favor. In the time that we have here in this segment, if you don't mind, I, I've, it's either 14 previous charges or 40 previous charges on the guy who's dead okay let me check if you don't mind just see what his criminal record was and that night it's not like the marine knew that but it it's going to get us to the question of why was the guy out if he's a repeat offender multiple times it was at least 14 it may be as high as 40 something and uh, i just can't think of it off the top of my head you've got somebody who at least over a dozen times committed some sort of crime and was arrested for it so what do you do at that point? You've got somebody who should never have been out, potentially, bothering people who are just trying to get to where they're going on the subway, and you had somebody who either snapped or did the wrong thing or did maybe the right thing for too long. Who knows? Anything popping up? Mm, still looking. 
It's definitely an extensive so record. So I don't know um, what to tell you, Joe, out of Boston. Okay. By the way, we're on at 6 o'clock in Boston. Go ahead. Um, this is uh, from CNN. They're saying a law enforcement source told CNN um, it included 42 arrests on charges, including petty larceny, jumping subway turnstiles, theft, and three unprovoked assaults on women in the subway between 2019 and 2021. All right. So you're looking at a guy who in recent years has 40-plus arrests many of them for for assaulting people, battering people, attacking people. Now, again, the Marine doesn't know that, but what he knows is this guy is acting outlandishly. And, and you know what the videos we see them put up? Oh, he was a Michael Jackson impersonator, and here he is dancing like Michael Jackson. No. No. What was he doing that day? And why weren't we told about... You know, Carrie, here's the thing. It took you a while to find that. It didn't just pop up. I know. Because people aren't, aren't advertising. Yeah, it was, this is a fairly long article, and this was close to the bottom. You know, that's crazy. It should be, you know, a person with extensive criminal record killed on subway after a Marine puts him in a chokehold. And then tell me the story. That is a very important part of it. Because now we've got people that are protesting in New York City acting like this was some innocent homeless guy. I mean, AOC or somebody said something dumb like he just wanted some food. What? What are you talking about? And I guess, well, because CNN's headline is the man killed in chokehold on New York City subway is remembered as an entertainer shattered by his mother's murder. So it doesn't say anything about 42 arrests? No, not in the headline. Not until later. Not until later. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what we're dealing with today. So we need to know that. We, We need to know that. At the end of the day, I don't want the guy to be dead, but I didn't want him harassing people either. I don't want him battering people and being arrested 42 times. And the Marine, sure, he could have restrained him a different way, but what checks and balances are in place on the subway in New York? Because we're seeing a lot of these videos coming out now where people are acting the fool on these subways. What checks and balances are in place if somebody acts the fool in a subway? The passengers have to take it into their own and then take the person down? Why wasn't there a police officer there that could have handled it? And again, back in the late 90s when we traveled to New York, there were people who were police officers, undercover or otherwise, who would keep you in check. Let me go to uh, Dennis in Oregon. Dennis, what do you think? Hey, Joe. Uh, just a story, a real-life story that happened to me. Uh, back in, I started a career in corrections at the Washington State Penitentiary in 1980. And they sent us to an academy in, in Burien, Washington, a two-week academy. The last three days of it involved physical force training, uh, hand-to-hand type stuff. And it, it also involved the carotid artery hold okay. uh, that commonly is called the sleeper hold. Yeah. Um, I was matched up with the biggest guy in the class, and I was pretty good sized myself. And uh, he was a King County jailer. Well, we finished the two-week academy. I went back to work at the penitentiary and it was a 31 year career but about a month after i got back and started working we got word that an inmate at the king county jail um had been choked out uh, by a king county jailer using the technique that we've been trained in and um, what happened was he was a drug user heavy drug user uh the inmate and uh, his carotid arteries on both sides collapsed and didn't come back, and that's how he ended up dying. So, so well, so, well, Dennis, I got to run, and I appreciate you setting that up like that. Let me say this: so maybe we have to wait for more information from the medical examiner to find out exactly why this guy died. And Alvin Bragg, we'll see what this uh, this DA, the Soros DA in Manhattan, does. But it's a case I wish that it never happened to either one of them. But uh, here we are. Eight eight nine four one Pags, JoePags.com. John Katzimatidis. When we come back, stay here. 
This is the Joe Pegg Show.